Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Aussie Dollar, sinking into the ground even faster than the Opal Tower. The Aussie Dollar. Chaser Team, assemble! Twenty nineteen. You really should cut the booze, lose fifty kilos, and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Yes, welcome aboard the show. Andrew Hansen is here. Zoe Norton Lodge is here. My name is Dom Knight. Charles has been spotted at RPA getting a, a fix-up for his cyborg arm. He's going to be back next week, I'm told. That's right, that, and that's pretty big news. But in other news um, today, now, reportedly, gangland wi- widow Roberta Williams has been given bail by a Melbourne court after allegedly kidnapping and threatening to kill a television producer who was making a reality show involving her. Oh, such a shame. I want to see that reality show. I really want to see the show. Well, you know, it does sound pretty exciting, doesn't it? But look, I've actually had a little sneak peek of the show, and she's actually just one of the new judges on MasterChef. Welcome back to MasterChef Season 12, where Gary, George and Matt have been replaced by Roberta Williams and two cats, Heston Blumenmeow and Donna Hayfever. Right, for your first challenge, you've got to make a meal that I, Roberta Williams, would kill for, allegedly. Now you, come here, what'd you make? Um, a flan. A flan? Roberta is not a flan fan. And what about you, cat judges? <coughs> You're fired. Does that mean I can leave? Thank God. Righto, now you, the quivering sweaty boy. What did you make for Roberta? Um. Uh, a, a risotto? Uh, 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 a risotto? Yes. Don't you know that every contestant in MasterChef history who's tried to make a risotto has screwed it up? No, um, I, I, I didn't know. MasterChef risottos are always gluggy. Gluggy! Do you want to feed Roberta gluggy rice mush? No, ma'am. Well, this better be good. <laughs> that is disgusting. Do you mean disgustingly good? No, just disgusting. Oh, are you going to kill me now? What? No, but I will advise you to thoroughly wash your Arborio rice to remove the starch next time. Oh, oh, I, I thought you weren't going to kill me. I can't control these cats. They're a huge problem. I frankly don't know why they're here. Radio Chaser on Triple M. This is Radio Chaser. This is Zoe, right, Andrew, and Dom. Yeah, and leave a good review if you like. You can and, and, uh, ideally leave a good review in the style of Health Engine. Uh, Zoe and Dommy, have you? Have you are you across Health Engine? Have you done this? Have you ever booked a doctor online? I have yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, I've used it. I've used it quite a bit to book a doctor's appointment. Right, like it's, instead of ringing the doctor when you book it online, you use that website. And most doctors use this website, Health Engine. It's, the, it's like it's the biggest booking service for mm. booking a doctor online. Right. Well, they're being taken to court. Uh, looks like they may allegedly have been a bit naughty. Maybe, maybe <laughs> they're, they're kind of like the TripAdvisor of of doctors. You what you you could actually post reviews of mm. doctors. I've often yelped at the doctors. 
Have you yelled at the doctor? Have you posted, you've given your doctor like a three or four star review or whatever? Yes. You can write about how good they've been. Well, it turns out, though, that the Health Engine people have been editing those reviews to make them sound a little bit more positive. What? Than the, yeah, yeah. So they've been changing the reviews. So if you've, if you've ever written a review on Health Engine. So and this well, isn't the doctors changing the reviews. This is the service that provides appointments just kind of trying to help yeah. the doctors by giving them better reviews? Uh, it, it seems to be that. Look, it's, I, look I don't, it's, it's unclear who's been doing the edits, but I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Give you an example, Zoe. You, you can decide okay, what, what okay. this is, right? So somebody, the original review wrote this. They wrote, um, I will use this practice if I have no other option. Re- receptionist was lovely, but the wait and then the doctor checking text messages and not seeming connected with us was disappointing. That's the negative. Engine, that's a bit negative. So Health yeah. Engine changed that to... Receptionist was lovely. <laughs> just I mean, it's a little bit edited. You know, it's a gentle edit. It's just a gentle edit. A little, little tweak. A little tweak. I mean, just delete it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. why, is, why leave any of it? Why leave any? Here's another one. Here's another one. Um, I, I was disappointed that with so many doctors and nurses at the clinic that after having travelled to a chemist 20 minutes away to get the flu vaccine, when I returned with a vaccine for my child, there was no one that could administer the vaccine as they were all off site for lunch. Reception staff were fantastic and very understanding throughout, though. <laughs> they they edited that down to reception staff were fantastic and very understanding. <laughs> I was so, hoping they were going to edit it just down to lunch or something yeah, really abstract. Yeah, just, just lunch would be enough, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, just lunch. Well, anyway, look, uh, I think we should take a closer look at Health Engine coming up. Meanwhile, though, uh, if you'd like to post a review of our show on the Triple M website, we have the Health Engine staff standing by to make it look much more positive. Triple M, Radio Chaser. We're talking about Health Engine, right? Is it the website that you hop on to book a doctor's appointment and Health Engine? You can also review your doctor on Health Engine, just like you would review a hotel on TripAdvisor, you know, something like that. And uh, we're talking about how Health Engine is being taken to court because they have been found to have slightly changed some of those customer reviews to make the doctor's offices sound a bit better than they were. They were very funny. Do you want another example? Yeah, I'd love another one. Please. Here's here's another one. The original review somebody wrote said, the doctor I saw was terrible, but luckily I received another opinion. And the receptionist nurse was lovely, which is why I would go back. Well, that review got mysteriously changed to the receptionist nurse was lovely. Sorry, <laughs> they, sorry. They took out the doctor I saw was terrible. There's another <laughs> theme. There, there is another theme to these reviews. If you didn't hear the ones we, we, we heard before the song just then, they were also both about that the bit that remained was that the receptionist was lovely. So I'm yeah. thinking it might be a receptionist who's just hacked it and is sort of like making things, <laughs> making receptionists all over look amazing and doctors look terrible. You should book only, I should book only a receptionist through this. If, if you want a good receptionist, book through Health Engine. Oh, they're absolutely. All very good. They're all very good. <laughs> look, I don't know. I mean, something does make me suspect that Health Engine might have applied similar editing to their commercials too. Welcome to Health Engine, the website for all your GP booking needs. Check out what happy patients say about Health Engine. Health Engine is not a good website. No matter how sick you are, do not use Health Engine. Health Engine is a terrible, unprofessional, unpleasant, incompetent, slutty, nasty, dreadful, dirty, house thing. Health Engine. We love doctors so much, even our reviews are doctored. Radio Chaser, Triple M. Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Aussie Dollar, which is brought to you by Coles. Down, down, dollar is down. The Aussie Dollar.
So I've noticed something that's been doing the rounds on Twitter the last couple of days is people from Sydney talking about nicknames, all around Australia actually, talking about nicknames for their suburbs. Did you guys have nicknames for your suburbs when you were growing up? Hell yeah, hell yeah. I grew up in, in Pennant Hills. I don't recommend growing up there, but I did. <laughs> and uh, that's Penno. Yeah, Pennant Hills is Penno. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got, I've got um, you know, my sister lives on the Central Coast. I think people call that the Senny Coast. The Senny Coast. Coast. Yeah, yeah. And she lives in Womberall, which people call Wombie. 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 There's a good one. Actually, in, in, down in Melbourne, there's a, there's a good Williamstown. Williamstown Beach. That, that, that's called Willie Beach. Willie Beach. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you need to be careful on Willie Beach. One triple three five three. We want to hear what's the best nicknames of suburbs in Sydney that you've heard of? What did you? What was your suburb nickname when you were growing up? Yeah, see, I, I spent a bit of time, just a year or two, in Kirribilli, very posh, but I... That was called Kiribiza, like that fancy sort of wanky island where all the like, celebrities like go Ibiza. and dance. Yeah, yeah. Kiribiza. Kiribiza. Like yeah, yeah. Do you know, Ibiza. I don't think, when I think of Kiribilli, I don't think of Ibiza. Oh, you haven't spent enough time there. So, I um, clearly haven't. This wasn't kind. Slurry Hills. Oh, um, Slurry Hills. Have you heard that? Slurry Hills. Oh, I've got a sad one, actually. So my um my partner um, grew up in Mortdale. Mm. They just call it Death Valley. Uh-oh. <laughs> Death Valley. Um, I always thought, this is the sort of thing people used to say when you were kids as, as the height of wit, double pay instead of double pay. Oh, double pay, double pay. Well, look, one triple three five three. call us and let us know what nickname your suburb had. Yeah, what's the best, or just even if you didn't live there, the best suburb nickname in the whole of Sydney. There are hundreds of suburb names in this town. We want the best nickname for any of them, let's go to David from Macquarie Fields. David, what have you got for us? No, oh, good day. Yes, I just moved to Macquarie Fields. Found out that people call us Smackfields. <laughs> Lovely, ah, Smackfields. Oh, good is, move. Is then. that because the parents smack their children? I'm assuming that's what it is. Uh, I should put it on a postcard. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Let's go to uh, Matthew of Glossodia. Uh, Matthew, what's your nickname? Yeah, they call Glossodia Las Vegas. Gloss oh, Vegas. Gloss That's Vegas. That's exciting. That makes me want to go all the way to Glossodia. That is so much yeah. better than Bris Vegas or Dub Vegas. Yeah, come to the Hawkesbury, Glossodia, Gloss Vegas. Gloss Vegas. Oh, there you on go. their tourism board, mate. How many pokies <laughs> are there? All right, we've got to have, uh, Mark, Mark of uh, Coogee. Uh, what are you going to tell us about talking suburb nicknames? Yeah, well, Coogee's just Coogee, but there's also you know, Maroubra, which is Bra. The bra yeah, from the bra boys, yeah, mm. the bra boys, and then and then I I, I grew up in Peakhurst, which is Peaky, of course, and then oh, that's yeah. close to Mortdale. That's close to Mortdale, which is called Death Valley, as you mentioned before. Mm. But Death uh, Mort, sorry, Death in Italian is Mort, so that's why it's called Death Valley. Yep. No, nah, you're right. You got it. Uh, there you go. The bra boys. That's a nickname. Uh, Andrew of Wyoming. Hello. Uh, sorry, Adam. Adam of Wyoming. What's your nickname? You know, mate, live on the sunny coast, and uh, Wyoming's often referred to as the Ming. The and Ming. At, at one stage, there was a meme that Boromir won from uh, Lord of the Rings, and it was along the lines of, one does not simply walk through the caravan park of the Ming on their own. <laughs> That's great. There you go, the Ming. Fantastic. Oh. Ming dynasty. Oh. Let's go to Craig of Liverpool. Craig, your suburb uh, pun? And like Capramatta, we used to call it Scabramatta, or all the scats in Capramatta. There you go. Yes, Scabramatta. Uh, let's go to Steve of Green Valley. What have you got? It's doing suburb nicknames. Yeah, hey, g'day, mate. Uh, well, when I was growing up here, we called it Dodge City with the unmarried mothers dodging the uh, rent man and the uh, young blokes, the kids dodging the coppers. <laughs> 
All right. Dodge City. So, do- so Green Valley is Dodge City. I mean, it's not the catchiest yeah, one I've heard, the is it? the old name of Green Valley. They just call it the Valley these days. Oh, that's much nicer. It's probably better for the real estate to ads. There you go. <laughs> oh, here we go. One more here. Ken's on the line. Ken, we're talking suburb nicknames. What have you got for us? There you go, guys. Yeah, good. Um, your grandmother used to own a house at Rudy Hill, and they call that Shaggers Ridge. <laughs> Shaggers Ridge. <laughs> That's, I think the original name's funnier than the nickname there, but it's pretty good. Thank you very much. Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Aussie Dollar. Now buying 0.5 Monopoly Dollars. The Aussie Dollar. Just a word of warning uh, to you both, in case you haven't noticed, it is incredibly cold mm. uh, in Sydney. In fact, cold and severe weather's forecast hit New South Wales, Victoria and Australia. A cold snap is going to ruin this weekend. Cold oh snap. no! Is, is it not a? It's not another one of these polar blasts, is it? Because remember, like we used to just have cold snaps, but nowadays we have polar blasts. Is that so they get more publicity? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same thing, Zoe. It's just it's cold weather because the the wind blows that way. Mm-hmm. But it's much more interesting because there's a polar blast. Yeah, it's like the action movie, the polar blast mm. versus the cold snap is just like a oh, mess, just nothing. Well, not just action movie. It's like a, it's a Gatorade flavor too, isn't it? <laughs> isn't, isn't there an, like an arctic blast or something or I think oh, there it is. feels like it should be anyway. I can't I can't say look the highlight of this uh, of this weather news article that I'm reading out. There's possibly mm. snow in Ballarat. I mean, how exciting would that be? I mean, I feel like that's Whoa. the kind of thing Sydney would get afraid of, like snow in Ballarat, that means it's going to be cold here. Mm, it might we, be single digits. We're, we're also scared of the cold in Sydney though, aren't we? We really mm. are. The, Sydney cannot cope with outbursts of cold and in fact we've been instructed by the Bureau that if there's any chance of it being even slightly glove-wearing weather, we need to broadcast this warning. Alert. Alert. Cold weather warning. Cold weather warning. A cold front is currently passing through Sydney. Extreme weather measures are now in place. If you are a cafe owner, please keep all your doors open to ensure all customers are needlessly cold. If you own a milk bar, please serve the chips in an open container so they're completely cold by the time your customers can eat them. Restaurants must seat all customers in their alfresco outdoor dining areas until they catch croup. Once you get to work, please immediately greet all colleagues with the phrase, geez, it's cold today, and then make at least one joke about how today disproves global warming. Good luck and spare a thought for all the construction workers outside not working on the light rail. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Now, look, uh, we do love a bit of cricket here at Radio Chaser. And in honour of the, the Ashes, VB released... A, a beer tea. This is a real thing that exists. It's been very popular. And so I thought I'd find out what other bizarre teas exist for a game we call... On Radio Chaser, this is Tea or Not Tea. Yes, so we did this last week and I found a whole extra range of bizarre teas that may or may not exist. Let me ask you, Andrew and Zoe, whether these are real things or whether I've made them up. Russian brick tea. Uh, rock-hard tablets that you, you grate off a corner of the brick, it's the size of a brick, and put it in the tea. Oh, and is the brick made of brick or is it made of tea? Uh, you're too clever. It is made of, uh, of tea. Oh, well, that's tea dust. Tea. Black tea dust. It is a tea. a tea. Well and done. I'd like to build a house out of that tea. You, you probably could. Um, what about fungus tea? Do some people in the world drink fungus tea? Oh, of course they do, because some people are idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's mushrooms in a... Bit of, be quite delicious, wouldn't it? Bit of cultural sensitivity here. In, in Yunnan province of China, they drink pu'er tea. 
good for mm. health and it's full of fungus. Yeah, green tea leaves are aged with fungus. So, yeah, fungus tea is a thing. What about iron tea? Do people with iron deficiencies put iron filings in a tea bag, sip it in an infusion and uh, enjoy the health benefits? Is that a thing? Uh, look, any, anything's possible in the world of, of wellness blogging, Donnie. That sounds to me like it's straight out of Gwyneth Paltrow's brain. No, no, that's not a thing. I made it up. Um, what but you about should this? market it, though, Tom. Yeah, I think that um, of all the teas we've heard, it was honestly the most appealing. Like, I've got a bit of an iron deficiency, and <laughs> I don't really go. like the tablets. So I was kind of like keen on this iron filings tea. We'll look into it. Uh, mm. What about aerosol can tea? Well, instead of needing a tea bag, you just spray a bit of aerosol, stuff out of an aerosol like into the bottom of a, of a mug, and then add hot water, and bingo, you've got a cup of Earl Grey. Is that a thing, or did I make it up? What are you talking about? You spray an aerosol can? Yep, a tea what? aerosol can oh, into the bottom okay. of a mug, add hot water, so no need for tea bags, no overdosing. You oh, just That does sound like someone's stupid invention. It does. Americans would do it that. It totally did. I think I gave too much detail. It absolutely exists. Available <laughs> in several flavours. <laughs> Too. Doesn't that sound what? Really? What, what flavours can you spray on? Oh, you just like tea? Earl Grey and some of the common ones. Uh, right, <laughs> only one more for you guys. Um, is there such a thing in the world as mm. compost tea? Uh, where instead of putting your compost in the garden, this is recommended only for vegetarians, by the way, you use it to make tea. Apparently it tastes quite like vegetable soup in a very mild tea form. Is that tea or not tea? Well, again, I don't believe that you would have bothered making up that much detail, so I'm assuming it's real. <laughs> I did. I, I put you a lot did, of effort into making it. You made it up? So oh, I feel oh, so bad. So, no, it's not tea. I'm so proud of you. That was so much work you just did. Thanks. I he feel validated. Exhausted. Wow. Do you need a nap, doll? I do. And a nice cup of tea. Triple M, Radio Chaser. Let's find out what's making news today. Cat's pyjamas or... Cat's piss. I wonder what you're going to make of these stories, Zoe and Dommy. Can you tell me if they're cat's pyjamas good or cat's piss bad? Now, uh, there's a British guy who tried to escape Australia and his getaway vehicle of choice was a jet ski. <laughs> he hopped on the jet ski, tried to flee Australia. He actually made it about 130 kilometres. <laughs> Oh, I think, I think that could be cat's pyjamas. I feel like we, we, we like to stop boats, but I don't know that mm. we stop jet skis. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and if you arrive by boat, but what about if you leave by boat? Do you still have to go to Christmas Island or Nauru or something? Uh, well, this guy, I think, might be headed to a, a jail somewhere, Dommy. But I don't know which one. Uh, but, yeah. Okay, thank you, jet ski. Now, on a similar topic, there's been a guy arrested in Spain with some cocaine hidden in a very special place. This gentleman decided to conceal his cocaine underneath his toupee. Amazing. How do you rate that as a drug smuggling technique? Well, I guess, I mean, you know, if it's spilled, you could be like, I've got dandruff. That's good. That's very good. good. Zoe, you should be in the business. I guess it depends whether the toupee suddenly appeared. Like, I'm I'm pretty bald. If I walked in here tomorrow with a toupee, you'd be pretty suspicious. I'd be suspicious, Mm. but I don't know that I suspect you were smuggling drugs. I'd just suspect, I don't know, that you'd <laughs> taken a turn. Inadequacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bullying had finally <laughs> gotten too much. That's actually why I currently, no, I, I actually don't use cocaine. But yeah. Well, it's probably less embarrassing to be a drug smuggler than wear a toupee. Like, I just wear the drugs on my bald head. <laughs> okay, we've got a bit of romance to finish off with, guys. A farmer has proposed to his girlfriend in a very special way. This farmer did it by putting a diamond ring around a cow's teat. Oh, that's horrible. That is, own that poor cow thought she was the luckiest cow in the paddock 
and getting proposed to. And it turns out it's the farmer's girlfriend. But is that just how farmers, you know, check the ring size of their, their partner? Like, oh, she's about one cow teat. <laughs> That's great. When they're measuring up. How big's your missus? Oh, she's about, about, finger, about one cow teat. Thanks. He brings it into the Angus and Coot, probably. Yeah, <laughs> can we just measure this up? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Aussie dollar. Now worth only slightly more than the New Zealand dollar. How embarrassing. The Aussie dollar.